Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And it is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. I am in the studio. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100, dot, dot, dot. I've got to, man, we've got to get the rest of that up there so everybody can see. If you're watching on the video on YouTube, it's Top 100 Teacher. There you go. And he gets the whole screen, and he's like, yeah, I deserve that. And I'm in the studio. (laughs) Yeah, you are. The golf studio, the indoor golf instruction studio at uh, Timbergate Golf Course in uh, Enberg, Indiana. And, man, played in Indiana. I don't know if you were paying attention on Friday, but did you get uh, inundated by the thunderstorms that blew through? We were at French Lick, and we had 62-mile-an-hour straight-line winds. I watched one of those very large tents that the uh, the the beer guys put up as a hospitality tent. Yeah. Watched it roll down the 18th fairway. How about that? At, at the Pete Dye course at French Lake. Watch, watch it fly down the 18th fairway. <laughs> it would have if it hadn't been so heavy laden. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how they do it. We were there for the senior LPGA championship last weekend. Yeah. And you know how they do it. They they have vendors out there and they have tents and, and yeah. all the tents were gone. All the, the uh, merchandise that those guys had brought with them, all of the banners, all the flags, everything. But in, in a homage to how great good grounds crews are Saturday morning at nine o'clock, there was not one piece of evidence that that had happened six o'clock Friday evening. Wow. It was just totally clean totally taken care of and the course was drained so so well and so fast there was no water in the uh, bunkers there was nothing it was it was like it never happened and how you know those, grounds you know those, do that i have no idea people were working all night long all night know? long yeah oh yeah yeah they had the big lights out there and everything it was uh it was all there and they were pulling people in from like you know hey you're a bartender at the resort you working tonight no yes you are yes you are guess (laughs) where you're gonna you're squeegee and greens (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly fairways yeah that's true too but we're going to talk about some of the folks we met some of the things we did and we're also going to talk about some of the problems we ran into because you don't go to french lick just to watch golf If you don't play when you get there, you're a chump. And we are many things, but not chumps. Had some situations we need to get some instruction on. So we're going to be looking to Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine, Top 100 teacher, as soon as we come back. We are those weekend golf guys, and we do hope you hang out with us. I have to assume here that those weekend golf guys is not the only piece of entertainment to which you listened. I'm sure you have heard and seen other people talking to you about Relief Factor. You know, and their stories are about the same as as mine. My wife, of course, a critical care nurse on her feet 12 hours a night. I play a lot of golf. Both of us have bad knees. They don't hurt. It's remarkable. I won't use the word miraculous, but I will use the word remarkable. I was skeptical. Now, I am a believer. Everyday aches and pains. You got them too? Remember, Relief Factor, 100% drug-free and designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. I want to make it as easy as possible for you to try it. Try Relief Factor with their three-week quick start. 
It's been discounted to just $19.95. Here's what you do. Go to relieffactor.com slash weekend and order that three-week quick start for yourself. Again, to claim your three-week quick start for $19.95, go to relieffactor.com slash weekend. Yes, it is us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there at Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. So we're playing. Of course, the, the tournament being on the Pete Dye course at French Lick, we were relegated to playing the Donald Ross Crawlers course at French Lick. Like that's a problem? Yeah. <laughs> like it's like a like we 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 stepped down substantially. <laughs> the Donald Ross course might be that, that thing's gotta be in the top five in the state. It you know it was also uh, Lynx magazine I believe did an article uh, last month on the top fifty value golf courses you can play, yeah. and they listed a value golf course as one that you can play for under a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> which, which lets you know which echelon those guys run in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But anyhow, the, uh, Donald Ross came in in the top five. Yeah, not surprising. Yeah. Because it sure doesn't cost $150 to play there, but that place is awesome. It is awesome. It It is is awesome. And and it, too, Saturday had totally recuperated from – I mean, you and I have been there one day. You and I went there, and we were sitting in the the restaurant watching a wall of water approach us. And within 20 minutes, that course was a lake. Yeah. And that is, again, what happened on Friday afternoon, yet Saturday – we were taking the carts on the course on the fairway and everything. Wow. I mean, just the way the course recuperated was just outstanding. Outstanding. A lot of hills and valleys there. Yep. A lot of places for water to go. There's a question that I have for you that um, had been asked of me because people think because I do a radio show with you, I know the answers. Of course, I I always give them answers, but <laughs> they may right. not be correct. Because you're built to talk about it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't want to look like I don't know nothing. Uh, they call the Donald Ross course the hill course because yeah. it's hilly. <laughs> it's it, it is hard to find. Yeah, it's hard to find a level lie. I think there's like eighteen of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only. When many of the the shots that that we had in our group were uphill lies, is there anything other than just practicing over and over again that you can do to try to make an adjustment on what club to use based on the angle that you're at? And again, I didn't bring a protractor with me, so I couldn't tell exactly what angle I was at. So we're going to have to do like, you know, not bad, medium and hellacious. But I don't know, John. I mean, what do you think I am? A, like some top 100 teacher or something? I, so that's that's the rumor, man. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there's, there's a lot of ways. Edit button. <laughs> right? No, there's a lot of ways to handle that. Right. So there, there's a couple things that general rules. Right. So let's. Because, hey, we're doing videos, so why not talk a little bit about that, right? A level okay. lie, you know, level out the shoulders to the, to the, to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Well, why, why not do the same thing on an unlevel lie? You've got an uphill lie. you got to mm-hmm. swing it up a hill. 
Otherwise, you're swinging it directly into the hill. So the hill's tilted up and your club's backing down into it. Right. You're going to stick the club in the ground. You're going to hit them fat, right? Which is what many of the well, guys are doing. Well, maybe not hit it fat. You might hit the ball clean, but it's not going to be the best contact okay. because the club's going to just stick in the ground at the very same moment. Oh, okay. I so okay. Let's, let's just say that these uphills and downhills and you got to adjust you to the slope. So that way you're sweeping along the slope a little bit. So let's say it's an uphill lie. Mm -hmm. Club's going to be swinging more up the slope, which means the club you got in your hand is effectively lofted even more the, than it was before. Let's say you had this yep. loft coming in and all of a sudden you tilt it and you slide it up the slope. It's got more loft. So you may want to think about uh, taking a little more club yeah. as you do that. Yeah. Right. But here's, here's a thing about contact. As you tilt and adjust, you better stabilize that downhill leg. Mm -hmm. You don't stabilize the downhill leg, you got a problem on your backswing now, don't you? And that, so stabilizing it would basically connote putting putting your weight on it. Yeah, push right. down into the ground right. so it stabilizes you because you're about to move down the slope on a backswing. Mm -hmm. And you don't oh. want to tumble. <laughs> nope. Be a weeble. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Yes. So think about you, John, now that you're mentioning weebles. <laughs> okay. Take that downhill leg of yours and prop that weeble up a little bit. <laughs> Stabilize it. Make sure that it doesn't weeble too much. Right. Or wobble either. <laughs> or wobble. Yeah. Or drift. Yeah. They, a lot they, of people, they don't do that enough. They drift a little bit down the slope, but now they're chasing it coming back up. They got a hard time. Yeah. The, um, the, the remaining parallel, keeping your shoulders parallel to the, the contour of the ground, um, I mean, that, that's something that makes perfect sense. And, but then you just got to say, you, you may want to think about using a higher lofted or a lower lofted club. Is there any rule of thumb, you know, two degrees equals 10 yards or anything like that that you can do? Because I just guessed. I was 60 degrees, uh, 60 degrees. I was 60 yards away from the green. That's a lob wedge for me, but I used my sand wedge instead, which is my, you know, 95 to a hundred yard. And I put it right where the lob wedge would have, if it was a straight lie. Good call. So, so I got lucky on that one. Cause so I, I guess, just, you guessed that I, it was I guess. four degrees difference or five degrees difference then, huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah. Nice guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, you're not bringing a protractor with you. Right. <laughs> what if you don't have one of those laser range finders with slope elevated in it? What are you doing? Yeah. Right. So is there some visual math? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Visual math. Some we can yeah. put some figures out in front of your head, you know, like you do with aim point and figuring out the slope percentage and all that stuff. Do it sideways up the hill. Yeah. Oh, well, let's think about it. What if you did that? What if it's a two percenter this way? Right. I use your fingers like you do with the aim point system. And you did this. And you went, oh, okay. I got that. I can I can adjust that a little bit now too, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that because that's the you know the the horizontal view of it, right? Mm -hmm. That gives me a two percent slope a certain way out. I know where to aim, I know what the trajectory is gonna be. If I right. did that, I'd have the same width of fingers. That'd still represent the same two percent, but it's now up to down, fingers are that far in front. What am I looking at though? It's not like we're trying to aim and figure out where the trajectory is, but it'll sure tell you how much higher it's going to launch. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah. That's a crap shoot. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it is because, because 
none of us are going to swing the exact same way. Well, with a few exceptions, but most, most weekend golfers are not going to swing the same way twice in a row. So I can't, yeah, I can't guarantee that I'm going to hit my sand wedge the same distance. Yeah. And, and we don't, uh, we don't always understand the lies. A lot of us don't even take the time to look at the lie. And after we hit the shot, go, Oh yeah, that was a bad lie. Maybe I should have made an adjustment on that. Yeah. These are things that, that, you know, hindsight being 2020, but none of us, um, for some reason, the entire, I guess you need a caddy to come with you to, to, to tell you to do all that stuff. Or you could just be a little smarter. Nah. <laughs> no, you're talking old dogs and new tricks, Jeff. You know, I'm sorry. Sorry. Not going to happen. Yeah. Not yeah, in this beverages, lifetime. I'm good to go. That's it. Don't make me think on this game. Just hand me a club and point me in the right direction and say go. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I, I was at back in the 80s, man. I was working in Atlanta. I went to the Bell South Classic and I was following um, Fuzzy Zeller around in, in his group. Ray Floyd was his playing partner. So it was Ray Floyd and Fuzzy Zeller. I mean, those guys were a laugh a That's minute. Pretty cool. But I saw Fuzzy walk up to his ball. The caddy was already there doing all of the caddy ciphering. And Fuzzy walked up smoking cigarette, just walked up, put the cigarette down, looked at the caddy and said, what do we got? <laughs> caddy said, 148, handed him a club. Fuzzy didn't even take a practice swing, just addressed the ball, swung, put it on the green, handed the, the stick back to the caddy, picked up the cigarette and walked off. I mean, the whole, the whole thing took maybe 27 seconds. It was hilarious to watch. I want to be like that. I don't want to have to think. That's pretty good, right? It was great. We got more ways to not think about this game. When we come right back, hang out. We are those weekend golf guys. You know, there's some things going on at the golf course that I don't quite understand. And one of them is the swimming pool. They have a swimming pool at some of the courses we go to. But it's Labor Day, so they're closed. I don't know what it's like weather-wise where you are, but where we are here in the Mid-South, it's still hot. It still would be nice to jump into that pool and refresh yourself after 18 holes, especially on a course that doesn't have a whole lot of trees. You know what I'm saying? All summer long, we've been telling you that the refreshment that you need when you're playing golf is Arnold Palmer Spike. It's a combination of the lemonade, the iced tea, with an addition of uh, a little kick. It's 5% ABV. Now you have absolutely no excuse because you really, really need to refresh yourself. And it's after Labor Day, so the pool is not an option. Okay, I will tell you once again, arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash golfguys. Go there and find the retailer closest to you. And then hustle your buns over there and get some. Or you can search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. But we'd prefer arnoldpalmerspikes.com slash golf, guys. That way you don't have to move. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage and with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. Guys, do you wish there was a holistic solution that promoted both healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs and prescriptions? Now there is. Nutrafol. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage while also supporting sex drive, better sleep, and less stress. Nutrafol is recommended by more than 1,500 top doctors. And why not? In a clinical study, 
men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after as little as just three months. You too can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code GOLFGUYS to save $15 off your first month subscription. That's the best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, there's free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, and use the promo code GOLFGUYS. And we are back. I'm John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith in the golf studio, the golf cave, Edinburgh, Indiana's Timbergate Golf Course. Uh, We're talking about adjustments, especially when you play in non-flat terrain. Yeah. You've got uphill lies, you get downhill lies, you get sidehill lies. Look, most most people are playing on non-flat terrain all the time. Mm-hmm. This past week, I went out to Nebraska, country club south of uh, Omaha. There was nothing flat on that thing. Everything was a sidehill lie, ball above your feet, ball below your feet, mm-hmm. downhill, you name it. There wasn't a flat thing out there, not even the tee boxes. Yeah. There weren't even 18 flat lies. Except the driving range. Mm-hmm. They hewn the driving range out of a hill so it was terraced. So the tee box wasn't one just big, long, flat spot like a lot of a lot of golf courses have. Heck no, it was built into the side of a hill. <laughs> so I got these strips of tee box. It looked like these, um, you know, like these big rice patties. You know, they're out there on the side of a hill, you know, where they just make them flat. And then there's a big step down. There's another flat. And then step down. It's these little strips moving around the corner of this hill. It's crazy. It's the only flat thing out there. The thing that you taught me. That was a surprise because when you listen to the commentators on TV, you think that this happens for everything. Side hill lies. The ball's yeah. above your feet, it's going to the left. If the ball's below your feet, it's going to the right, or vice versa. Yeah, if you're you left. don't make any decent adjustments, I hate but, that. You know. Yeah, but that. you showed me that that it, this it's going to happen. It's dependent upon. It's going to make it happen. Like no, Johnny, the hill isn't making my ball do anything. No. It's the angle of the club face that's making it do all of it. Exactly. You can alter the face and you can alter the length of the club. But they talk like on TV that you can't. Like, well, yeah, the ball's below his feet. It's going to squirt out to the right. It's above his feet. It's going left. And you're like, really? Is it? Because I think that ball does what the club face tells it to do, not some hill. Yeah. Except when it's rolling across the hill on a putting green. (laughs) Now it's going to do what the hill's telling it to do. Right. But I'm pretty sure that the club face is the only thing putting that ball into the air, telling it where to go. So yep. um, there's adjustments you can make. Like, let's say, John, that the ball's above your feet. Mm-hmm. I got a little procedure. It's really great. You set the club face on the ground. Matter of fact, I got a great visual for you. Okay. Think about this for one second while I grab the visual. Okay. What, what are we going to do? Right. One second, and he's grabbing a visual, which uh, leads me to, again, suggest maybe you run to uh, YouTube, to those Weekend Golf Guys uh, YouTube channel, and, and check out the uh, the behind-the-scenes, because we don't edit it. We just start it to go, and that's it. Oh, the old like. magnetic pointer oh, on yeah. the club face. I love that. Oh, i got to get me one of those. you got to get you one of these, because <laughs> this thing is telling you what to do. So, all right, John. Ball's above your feet. Mm-hmm. All right. That means the handle's lower and the head goes higher. Guess what the face just did? It I'm just a right-handed turned. golfer. The handle went lower. That face just started pointing left, didn't it? Yep. Uh-oh. Guess what I can do? Adjust it. So I could set it on the ground, 
even though it's above my feet and the face angles itself a little left, I can turn that face to the right. You know why? Because I'm the adult in the room. <laughs> I control the stupid club. By choice, I get to tweak it all by myself. I get to choose what angle that club face is in my hands. How cool is that? Right? So I can point this club face wherever I want. So mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to point this club face right where I want my ball to start flying. You know why, John? Because we know that wherever this club face is pointed when it runs into the golf ball, that's the direction it's going to start flying. Yep. I know. It's really kind of cool how this works. Yep. So simply. <laughs> Golly. Which, which is really, when you think about it, so much easier than trying to uh, discern where you need to aim because the ball is going to go to the left. I know. Yeah. And yeah. how much? Yeah. Well, here's, here's another cool thing, right? Because, uh, you know, the handle drops down. You know, it aims left, so I aim to the right. I point the club face there where I want my ball to start flying. The handle's still down there, so I got to get close to the club. I'll let my arms just hang straight down, and you know I got more of a straight up and down swing. It's Mm -hmm. less of a round me swing, so the club face isn't changing directions very much because it's not going around. Because I got close, my arms are hanging straight down. Now, all of a sudden, it's more of a vertical swing. And guess what? Club face stays on the target line a little bit longer. Guess what happens to my ball? goes a lot straighter. Well, Johnny acts like uh, the Hill's making it do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Guess what? Doesn't have yeah. to be that way, folks. I mean, it's, it's, it's such an easy concept to, to grab, grasp, too, because, uh, and again, it, it's just just not paying attention to some of the old wives' tales you have heard. You know, you know ball below your feet is going to go to the right. If it's above your feet, it's going to go to the left. You sure? Because I mean, that's the tale. That's the, the wives' tale, but you can you can fix that. Man, I want to get your impression on something that uh, a, a guy we've had on the show, golf architect uh, from Latin America, Augustine Pisa. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember him. That yeah. Awesome. Well, he's, he was fantastic. Well, we just had him as a guest on the other podcast I do called uh, The Approach Shot. And he has something. He just teamed up with Brandel Chambly from the Golf Champ. Uh-huh. And they are designing what he calls a four by six golf course. It's not 18 holes. It's 24 holes. But. It's four groups of six holes. Oh, I like the concept of this. Built almost in the infinity sign. Looks like butterfly wings. Uh-huh. And the concept is that you don't have time for nine. You don't have time for 18. Play six. Play three. You got all day. Play 24. You know what? We've been talking about that kind of thing for a long time. And everybody always wants to put everything so it comes back to the clubhouse near the bar. <laughs> so the question is, where's the parking lot? Because we could put a clubhouse in the middle of all that, right? Yeah. So you got to walk across a couple of golf holes because they're going to get, you know, get a couple more going back to the clubhouse because they all want, want to go to the clubhouse and the bar. Right. <laughs> I want to know where the parking lot's going to be. <laughs> you got a shuttle bus in from the parking lot to the clubhouse? You got to figure this dude out, right? I want to see this design. I want to see this bad boy. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's, it's under construction in Mexico at the moment. And there are also six of the holes. And, and this is something that we've we've talked about on the show, but it, it it bears repeating. Six of the holes are being designed to accommodate the game of the LPGA because they're going to be playing LPGA tournaments there. Oh, really? And these these are things that are going to make this course much more friendly to the average amateur golfer. Because I mean, watching the golf on Sunday from from the um, BMW. You know, you've got guys 187 yards away hitting pitching wedges into the green. Guys 242 yards away hitting five irons. 
that is a game that the average golfer cannot relate to. But women are hitting, These you know, so your seven sweet. irons go 150 yards. That, that sounds familiar to me. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you say this place that more emulates the, you know, an LPGA, uh, you know, kind of a game. Mm-hmm. And, and how, do you, how do you think that's going to play out? Right. Everybody's going to want to go play there just because they got six whole loops, man. Well, that's true too. But the thing is, the thing that I, I, that struck me with it is that, you know, like we go to a golf course that's designed to, to the tour player and, you know, I'm going to hit a drive. If I'm lucky, it's going to go 220 yards. But the, the trouble is at 300 yards or anywhere from like 260 to 300. You know, so I don't have to worry about those bunkers up on the left or the right in the middle of the fairway. You know, I don't have to worry about the fairway running out at 270 yards or making a, you know, a a severe dogleg left turn or anything like that. But if the course is being designed for the lengths of my game, then I am going to have to worry about that stuff. I am going to have to have the, 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 the course management style you actually know okay if i hit this in the wrong place it's going to hurt it's not that i can't reach those bunkers it's that i've got to make sure i don't go into those bunkers and it's just going to make it i don't want to say more difficult but more challenging and maybe even more fun when you know you don't have to worry about the problem it's going to make you think so it's you know this goes back to step on the right tee box yeah right for for every golf course you play it goes right back there is make sure you're playing at the right tee box because you know if you're hitting sevens eights and nines into most of the par fours you're probably on the right set of tees yeah right yeah but if all of a sudden you're jacking pitching wedge the sand wedge the gap wedge you're probably not on the right set of tees because you're blowing yeah. it past the trouble yeah most likely that's about the case so i like the idea of what they're doing right what are the, what are the other nines going to be if, if six of them are going to be um you know geared toward the lpga I'm not, I'm not sure. They just, Chambly was just uh, doing six of them specifically for LPGA accommodation. And, um, right. you know, and he's the statistics guy. He knows that, you know, the average tee shot from an LPGA professional is down to yeah, the 10th right. of a yard. Got a lot, you know? lot of, right. He's yeah. got a lot of contacts in the golf business and, yeah. and there's a lot of data out there that he's got access to. Yeah. So, I mean, that just sounds like it's going to be fun. And I wish a lot of other people, he's, he said that he's building one now in Mexico and there's a, a, a group in Europe that's very interested in having him come out and do one there. But oh, sure. it would be, be great to have, uh, to have somebody here close uh, do it for us. But um, could you imagine, you know, that kind of thing and have this guy, you know, we, we've had him on the show. He was awesome. If I remember. He is, he's great. He yeah. Fun. Yeah. Look him up. His name is Augustine Pisa. So I think we ought to get him on the on the show and, and have uh, those weekend golf guys design right and have him do one for us and and uh, stick it. We got to put it someplace where everybody can play. Yeah, you know there are some things going on at the golf course that I don't quite understand, and one of them is the swimming pool. They have a swimming pool at some of the courses we go to, but it's Labor Day, so they're closed. I don't know what it's like weather wise where you are, but where we are here in the mid south, it's still hot. It still would be nice to jump into that pool and refresh yourself after 18 holes, especially on a course that doesn't have a whole lot of trees. You know what I'm saying? All summer long, we've been telling you that the refreshment that you need when you're playing golf is Arnold Palmer Spike. It's a combination of the lemonade, the iced tea, with an addition of uh, a little kick. It's 5% ABV. 
now you have absolutely no excuse because you really, really need to refresh yourself. And it's after Labor Day, so the pool is not an option. Okay, I will tell you once again, ArnoldPalmerSpiked.com slash golf guys. Go there and find the retailer closest to you. And then hustle your buns over there and get some. Or you can search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. But we'd prefer ArnoldPalmerSpikes.com slash golf guys. That way you don't have to move. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage and with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. We'll be right back. Hang out. We are those weekend golf guys. If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around, do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity, and an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies, folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now, 800-589-0470. That's the Final Expense Network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800-589-0470. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5GolfClub.com. The number $5GolfClub.com. And we are back those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith, the golf cave up in Edinburgh, Indiana at the Timbergate Golf Course. We were talking in the last segment about Augustine Pisa, the, the Latin American uh, architect who's, who's really, <laughs> she says, he says, I, I like to think outside the box. I said, Augie, no, you don't even bring a box, man. <laughs> you know? I mean, you're just out there. Then he said, I'm going to use that, John, from now on. But not only is he designing the the four by six butterfly effect style golf course, yep. but he is also working for entertainment golf, indoor golf. What have I always said the drawback to playing golf indoors is? What can you not emulate on a simulator well at all? Putting. And putting. Yeah. There's some out there. There's some stuff you can do now. They got this putt view thing. It's pretty badass. Well, what he's doing is he's building an entire simulator system with a live putting green that is connected to the computers that are running the simulator. Oh, that's awesome. So you're going in and the greens are going to be able to change their contour and it's just, I mean, it's just going to be phenomenal. It's, it's going to be, you know, high tech all the way. And I am just looking forward to that. I want one, but um, that's going to be fun. Indoor golf. That's that. Cause that is the epitome of indoor golf. That's the one thing that, that holds people back from really being able to use indoor golf as a replacement for real golf or outdoor golf or however you want to right. call it. Or, you know, it's bad weather or winter time or whatever. Right. Right. You know, yeah. That's, it's kind of important. Yeah. 
but it to me it's win because I've already seen some of these you know these these things you can change the putting greens and all this stuff and what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, so that then all of a sudden it's like, okay, so what kind of what kind of HVAC system can can produce a bunch of stuff, right? Like, <laughs> just get some monster fans in the room. <laughs> You need some way to get them pant legs flapping, man. That's right. We got a 30 mile an hour wind going. Let's go, boys. <laughs> Let's get some rain. Uh, because, I mean, there's something about looking at the uh, the statistics on the screen, uh, and it'll tell you, you know, you're, you're 240 yards away, and the wind is 12 miles an hour with a direction. Well, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. You can tell me it's 12 miles an hour, but I don't know 12 miles an hour. I don't know what that feels like. Right. But if, if I had a 12 mile an hour wind blowing at my back, because that's what. Or in you your know, face and they got rain coming at you too. Just like, come on boys, let's go play St. Andrews. It's just down the road. Yeah. Right? Let's go do that. Bring your rain gear. <laughs> Bring your rain gear. And you walk into the building and it's 36 degrees. Yeah. And windy. And you're like, what did I just create here? Yeah. How funny would that be? I think we, <laughs> we better trademark this idea and copyright it really really quickly <laughs> don't even worry that they don't have the technology for it yet we'll come up with it if we need we'll to. figure that out right? <laughs> right. How about wind and rain and the bunker shot so it always goes up and pelts you in the face oh and that was the other thing too real bunkers yeah go get some of the old some of those old core stacked sod bunkers see how that yeah. goes yeah yeah, there is. And I know we have talked about this ad nausea, man. And, and it is something that every time I play with people, I notice that this is probably the number one bad habit or lack of talent or problem area. However you want to put it with most amateur golfers is you get them close to the green, but not on the green and they're sunk. Yeah. Chipping and pitching is just something that most people just cannot handle but you know it, it's amazing to me that they can't handle that because their nerves you know they, they they never practice it because it's a short shot and mm-hmm. they'll look at it like ah that's easy yeah you know so that's one of those unfortunate things because they they ignore that and yet that's the one that kills them and it makes them so mad because oh it's just such an easy shot they never practice it guess what it always reaches up to bite them in the behind i was talking about this with uh with uh, our producer we were, pl- we were playing on last saturday and, you know, the show last week was about golf math. You know how you were talking? You've got 54 shots that you yeah. know you're going to take before you set out on the first tee. The other difference between 54 shots and whatever your final score is, is the mistakes you make. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's it's kind of interesting how that kind of shows up that way, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, you sit back after you walk off 18 and you sit down and you, you add up your score and it's disappointing. It's, you know, 83, 84, 86, whatever it is. And you go, you know, I can point to the seven or eight holes where I made that one bad shot that screwed up the hole. And the better you get, John, you can only point out to one of those holes. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a par five at, at the Ross course, man. It's it's straight uphill. Basically, yeah. it's, it's a straightaway. They have two huge bunkers in the middle of the fairway, but you just keep going up. And when you get onto the fairway, you can't see the green. You have to aim at this tower behind the green beautiful drive straight down the middle a beautiful three wood straight down the middle a lob wedge up the hill about 55 yards a a putt of about 22 feet that stopped about a foot and a half from the cup tap in for par 
and you go, why can't I do that all the time? You know, <laughs> because the, the hole before that was a par three and I hit it too far. And you know, the ball's on an upper tier, the flag's on a lower tier. You miss the putt and you're, you know, you're chipping back because your ball's rolling off the degree, you know, and it's like, man, if I had just done it right, how much yeah, easier this game would be. It's so frustrating because you're forgetting the fact that you, we can't do anything athletically the same way every time. Yeah. We just can't do that all the time. We can't do anything all the time. Here's a great example. Other examples of things we can never do well every single time. I mean, for example, take your barber, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And, and look at the, you know, the trim. Some days mm-hmm. it gets good. Other days, not, not so quite much. the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's pretty, so I don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> Some haircuts you get, put a hat on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we're just all different. Right. And there's just different scenarios all the time. And you think about it and you go, okay. Sometimes we got uphill lies. We can't do those well all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we got downhill lies. Well, I find downhill lies are much, much harder for me to make the proper adjustments than are uphill lies. Yeah. You know why? Because most people tilt backwards really well and tilt forwards really poorly. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm a right handed golfer. It's easier for me to hit. Tilt to the mm-hmm. right, hit the uphill shot, as opposed to tilting to the left with my head out in front of the golf ball. That's a yeah. weird one, dude. Yeah, it is. It is it's weird. And I saw a guy, and and I was surprised, and he wasn't playing very well. I was surprised that he had any good shots whatsoever. Uh, and and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to say anything to him. Uh, I play with him on a on a semi regular basis, but when he sets up, addresses the ball, his Left shoulder is so much higher than his right shoulder. Is it because he tilted or is it because he hoisted the shoulder up in the air? He hoisted his shoulder up like that. Huh. And I, I don't know why. <laughs> and and he has no backswing. I mean, he, and then he comes through really fast with little follow through. And I mean, it's all, it's all arms and wrists he's using. And it's like, man, go take a lesson. He said, I need to buy a new driver. I said, no, you need to go get a lesson. Learn how to hit the one you got. Come on, man. You know, but I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't see how he can hit the ball at all. So this is an interesting scenario, right? You just brought up what a lot of people do. They don't want to a lesson. They don't want to pay someone to tell them that they've been doing it wrong they would rather spend way more money mm-hmm. and and do the same thing with a brand new club because they can blame the inanimate object as opposed to themselves. Right. Yeah. And the club manufacturers prey on those people. Oh, not as badly as the ball manufacturers do, though. <laughs> I mean, but but you're you're true. Equipment manufacturers, no matter what it is, they're all yeah. Hey, this we will cure your ills. That's right. Can't get out of a sand trap. Well, here, buy this wedge. It'll help. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. And they keep advertising them and they keep inventing them because we keep buying them. You know, what's interesting is those infomercials that we see for that really cool, seemingly cool wedge that's got mm-hmm. this massive sole plate on it, uh-huh. you know, and it's really uber wide. 
it always seems like they're playing at this beautiful golf course in Arizona somewhere uh-huh. where everything's just perfect. Right. And and it's the same one that they're shooting the same videos for that, that thing. That's that fairway driver thing that they have out there. That's really yeah. just five wood yeah, <laughs> or four wood. You can hit this driver right off the deck. They keep using yeah. the word driver and you're like, it's 14 degrees, dude. It's a 42 inch shaft. <laughs> And they're like, you can hit this thing right up the middle. <laughs> right. And every club manufacturer makes one, except mm-hmm. they call theirs a forward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me up. <laughs> and and again, the 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 problems that rear their ugly heads when you get out there, ball placement is so important and changes from club to club and from lie to lie. Isn't it amazing that you have learned that that's true? Yeah, hey. I didn't think that you would have learned that one now and again. so quickly. <laughs> nine years of talking only, about it. only been nine years yet. Beginning to sink in. <laughs> <laughs> Just glad that you're finally on board. <laughs> it's different. It's- yeah, different different ball positions for different clubs, different lies, different scenarios. Different shots. Yeah. Uh-huh. Different types of swingers, right? Oh, there, yep. yeah. 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 I know. And again, it's something that um have you gone back and listened to some of our old shows that, that people could do? <laughs> I go to weekendgolfguys.com on a regular basis and check out some of the archive stuff and go, Oh yeah, I remember he said that back in uh, you know. 2013. I wonder if there's a guy who does the archives for us that could start pointing out how many times these topics come up in these shows. I'm sure so he could. That we could. Because there are some things that seem to be a pattern that we talk about on these shows that it's funny that you now mention them, mention them every once in a while. <laughs> really pretty well, cool. Yeah, and, and I just want to say that if you listen and uh, you you pay attention uh, to what Jeff tells you, you indeed can uh, can get much better and and play smarter, which is which is great because not only do you play smarter, but you score better, and when you score better, you have more fun. So you know what I just heard? What did you just heard? I just heard a guy that lost his Boston accent when he said the word smarter. <laughs> yeah i can i can smart you'd be wicked smart to take a few lessons from mr jeff <laughs> so uh you know and another thing I, I just want to point out another smart thing to do would be to right now go to uh, arnold palmer com slash golf guys and ask him where you can buy arnold palmer spiked because if you haven't had it yet this summer you're going to kick yourself because the stuff's delicious. And, you know, it's an Arnold Palmer. It's iced tea. It's lemonade. And then they add a little kick to it. It's 5% ABV. So uh, kind of yeah. refreshing. And it uh, it does the trick. You know what I'm saying? So You know what I'm interested in, in, in seeing? I'm amazed that every time that we mention that, it just pops up on the screen. It's like somebody's back there pushing a button that says, every time we talk about Arnold Palmer spiked, 
it yeah. pops up on the screen that little that little link that you can go. Oh, through. are we talking about ArnoldPalmerSpikes.com? Go slash golf guys again. Look at okay. that. <laughs> it's amazing how that happens. Isn't it though? <laughs> hey, we're gonna take a quick break. Be right back to wrap this all up. You are those weekend golf guys hangers. Of course we have a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-4051. That's 800-705-4051. Again, 800-705-4051. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text SPARK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SPARK to 321321. That's SPARK to 321 one three two one we are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there. Uh, kind of just a, a, a bunch of recap, a, a bunch of little stuff that we've talked about. I understand there was no overriding theme today, except pay attention. There well, was. Wait a minute, we were talking a lot about you know uphills and downhills. Uphills and downhills. Yeah, un, unflat lies, uh, challenging lies, maybe. Yeah. You know, there are club clubs and courses you go to where you're going to find that the foot wedge does not fix an uphill, downhill, side hill lie, that there is no choice for a flat lie anywhere. So an eclipse can happen. (laughs) How about that? Wow. What a miracle of miracles. Something that everyone faces. And unless you, I don't want to use the word practice, but no, you don't, you you get the concept, (laughs) but unless you know how to attack those, you know the adjustments to make, both in ball position, shoulder position, weight distribution, uh, where on the club to to grip. Your results are not going to make you happy. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, you'll be stinking. Yeah, because there is nothing more frustrating than taking a great shot or a great swing and and topping the ball and having it go seventy five yards or hitting it fat and having it go nowhere. Have you ever felt a wrist and a shoulder when you swing really hard and hit the ground about two inches behind a ball and that, and that club goes nowhere? Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've all, we've all felt that all, all the golfers in the crowd have held yeah. that. All the, the people who listen to us that aren't golfers yet don't know that feeling yet. Don't know that uh, emotional letdown that goes with it either. Gives you something to look forward to. <laughs> Yep. All right. Listen, you you can you can go to uh, jeffsmithgolfinstruction.com 
get some videos from Jeff on, on many myriad topics, uh, including the ones we touched on today. Yeah, I use a, I use a, a, a really great online platform for my digital coaching. Uh, I use the Iconic Golf platform. So mm-hmm. go to Jeff, JeffSmithGolfInstruction.com, sign up for it. I'll hook you up with some really good stuff. He will do that. And you'll get really good stuff just listening to him here. Um, we are those weekend golf guys at thoseweekendgolfguys.com, facebook.com slash golf guys. And uh, go do search on YouTube for the uh, golf guys, weekend golf guys channel. And we've got a bunch of uh, behind the scenes. Like I said, we don't edit, we just kind of do it and put it up there so you can get it with all the warts and all the mistakes and double takes and all that kind of good stuff, too. So uh, take it easy. Get yourself uh, a, a way to uh, attack problematic lies and then go play some golf. <laughs>